Hello, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to Hacker Public Radio's Community News for the month of July 2012. Hi, this is a regular show that we do once a month to give you an idea of what's going on in the community, what's going on behind the scenes of the community around HPR. Um, we will start off with a show review and then we'll move on to a long list of thanks and apologies and other notes that I want to talk to you about because uh, they were on my inbox and I haven't done the community news for the last um, while so I want to make sure that I didn't miss anything so I went through all my email today and made a list, a scaringly large list of uh, thank yous and apologies. Okay, as we always do, we will go through the shows that were on last, since we had the last Community News. I'd like to thank Tlatu for doing an excellent job on Community News uh, for June. And the following day we had um, Syndicated uh, Tuesday, which is Dan from the Linux in the Shell project. Um, Episode 10 was the DF command, Exploring File System Usage. And I'll say it before, and I'll say it again, some of these are more obscure commands, and some of them I think, well, I'm really going to know everything about this command. And then he ends up, uh, in every show so far, pulling out something um, out of the man pages that I had completely overlooked. And, uh, yeah, so fantastic work there Dan thank you very much for all the shows uh, that you've you've sent in and we appreciate all the work and just so people do know that for every one of those shows there's a complete write-up tutorial on the website and there's a complete uh, video as well all of which are really worth uh, looking into um the following day we had um Ugandi K who gave us a show entitled About Rivendell with Rivendell. And this was, I uh, was listening to this show on the way back from work and uh, was very, very, very impressed with what this um, application could do. Even the slick in and out promos, the choice of music was excellent. They, the whole way that uh, the whole thing was put together um I think he set off to prove that you could do a podcast with uh, Rivendell. Um, absolutely, definitely. Uh, probably if somebody can package it and make it a little bit easier to install, it would um, it would kind of help. But uh, definitely uh, a, an experiment that went very, very well. And I heard the Sunday morning Linux review people uh, were listening to the show as well. And they've picked out a uh, one of the songs that was used in that show. Well, the next day, obviously, we had the massive, unbelievable binary and hexadecimal celebration of our 1,024th or our 1,324th episode, depending on, on um, how you look at it. I want to really thank 5150, who... Um, did an awful lot of work organizing that and uh, all the other guys who uh, who you know joined and really made it a very enjoyable show to listen to and uh, a lot of the links that they put together 
there in the background or on the uh, on the website and thank you mr x for the uh, accordion intro and outro music so um yeah that's uh, monumental i'd like to thank especially everybody all the hosts and all the various different people um who have worked on hpr and made it such a success that it is and uh looking forward to the next uh, 1024 episodes and the following day um was a syndicated thursday on a friday uh there's been a few odd ones like that this month as well um i wanted to release this one because it's the infonomicon episode uh, 51 i haven't been able to get droops on really uh, i had done an interview with stank um to you know give the lineage of um hacker public radio we played as well the last episode of um uh of um uh, radio RFA Radio Freak America, where they mentioned the Hacker Public Radio um, project that they were all going to switch to, and it kind of never happened. Uh, I think they probably had something else in their mind than, than what transpired. But it was for me, Infonomicon was the way that I, I got to Twat Tech and um, subsequently got to Hacker Public Radio. And I played episode 51, it was actually the shortest of all the episodes of Infonomicon. Um, they did 52 episodes, I think, and um, they uh, they were some politically incorrect, but very, uh, very funny uh, episodes uh, on Droops. And Droops was also one of the early um, people behind, it started off as Droops Radio Infonomicon did, and then uh, migrated into, into the Infonomicon podcast. Um Droops was also one of the uh, original correspondents on Radio Freak America. Um, a few of his emails were were there and uh, were read out, and it was, I think, inspired by that that Droops went ahead and started his own podcast, uh, spreading the word to hackers, spreading information, spreading knowledge, and um, it was he uh, stopped Infonomicon when uh, Twat. Um, started up and Twat is a direct successor. It was a name change, really, um, that made Twat Tech turn into Hacker Public Radio, just in case you don't know. So that was it, a little bit of history, and that's that's probably the um, the end of the catch-up reminiscing shows that we're going to do for a while unless something comes out of the woodwork. You never know what will happen here in Hacker Public Radio. Um, then we uh, went to uh, the following day or following Monday was uh, setting up a WordPress blog, part four, Frank Bell, who's now our official uh, WordPress administrator here in Hacker Public Radio. Um, great shows. Again, I think I know I'm going to know a lot of stuff uh, about WordPress or about the topic. And he just comes along and keeps giving you more information. And that's kind of the whole point. The next day was an episode that I did myself uh, about migrating away from Google Reader. And I guess it's becoming a little bit of a topic here on Hacker Public Radio. Um, we had, of course, the interview with the founder of uh, DuckDuckGo, which is a search engine that I've been using um, essentially since then. Um, and it's an adequate uh, replacement, if not... Uh, yeah, sometimes you can go exclamation mark W. And here was another one of Google's products. 
that I personally was using quite a bit, and that is Google Reader. And essentially the show was about how to replace Google Reader with uh, an IMAP, which actually has turned out to be a lot more convenient for me myself because I have um, the IMAP available natively on so many different platforms, uh, email clients support it. So that kind of worked for me. Also got a mention on the command line.net um, as well. They were considering that and um, decided against it. Um, the following day we had uh, Jonathan Culp and NY Bill doing Goodwill hunting where they were looking for, um, you know, going around to Goodwill stores, charity shops and getting uh, old technology. A great episode um, for yeah, rooting out that uh, classic old computer. So um, have a listen to that and it's, a, it's another great way to find uh, technology the next day was the syndicated thursday series and we had um, one of the episodes put together by robin gatling from the full circle um, podcast and he aired the karen sandler medical devices one um, aside uh, from being um, the head of the gnome project and a lawyer uh, she also has a heart, which comes a bit of a shock to people who know all the lawyer jokes. But she has a heart condition and um, had uh, some proprietary software put in. So very uh, thought-stimulating and well worth a, a listen. It was one of the shows at our camp that generated the most stir, I think. Um, you will be seeing a lot of the odd camp interviews uh, coming up over the next few weeks and the reason for that is uh, it's been a year since OGCAMP happened and at the time we didn't have any predefined rule we did have a discussion prompted by that on how we would handle um, episodes coming from shows and events and at the time the decision well about a month after the time a decision was taken by the community on the mailing list to um to reserve a block of shows after the event. So after Odd Camp um, 12, we'll be reserving a week of shows where, um, yeah, if, if they get filled, they will be bumped to the top of the queue. So we'll get quite a lot of the shows out of the way in that first block. And then later on during the year, we'll schedule the shows as normal ones if they're not that time sensitive or as regular syndicated Thursday slots if there happen to be interesting talks. So, uh, in an effort not to get lynched when I go over there, I want to make sure that all the shows actually are aired before I go over to Ogcamp. The following day, we had Robin, um, Ruben Rodriguez talk about Triscal Linux. And again, this was a, another in the syndicated Thursday slots. Um, Deep Geek was on a sabbatical. Um, so we had a free slot and I wanted to make sure that we would bump some of these talks up the queue as well. The following Monday we had uh, Brockton Bob with a um, how to back up your DVD collection using Memcoder. Probably not legal in some jurisdictions, believe it or not, um, where fair use doesn't apply. But um, we laugh in the face of illegalness here in Hacker Public Radio. Not at all. Um, Obviously, it's um, for educational purposes and what may may not be legal in your jurisdiction. There is um, 
some comments on that uh, on the website, um, which would be um, another, you know, options for the VF part. I myself am lazy and use Handbrake for copying my DVDs over. Um, so there you go. But um, always interested to hear what uh, um, what commands you can use to do this because you know trying to get the the best possible quality. Then we had the du command from uh, Linux in the shell, and the following day we had the first episode by um, a paranoid shell who uh, was suggesting that um, I think not to paraphrase them too much that while the RTFM is probably um, n- not very positive um, at the same time um, some people should actually read a lot more than they can uh, than they do and some people don't actually want to learn and then we had Mike Hingley who gave a very detailed response to that and I think he's even prompted him to do a um, an episode on that which will come into the queue shortly the next day um my pixie book episode came up where i tried to get a compact hp compact t5000 thin client working and i'm going to echo here you know it's essentially how to the episode was about how to pixie boot over a network and it is a convenient way sometimes you know an alternative way than burning dvds to get an operating system onto your uh, onto your computer that you mightn't think about that was kind of the point but this whole project has been so jinxed i've had for many years the desire to get um a thin computing silent computing uh, into the living room um, starting with some Java stations, which I had Linux on uh, with a Vian M9000 uh, PC that died after 24 hours of use uh, with this, which presented every possible um, problem under the sun. Um, eventually, I did get it working just on the day that my Raspberry Pi arrived and I plugged it in and boom, everything worked far faster and also for $35. Um, I really don't want to promote, especially after the two episodes on reusing computing, but um, I also replaced my own server of eight years and four days running with a ras- with that Raspberry Pi. And um, you really do have to take into account the m- amount of uh, power being wasted as well in in reusing this old technology so it's it's an interesting topic it's a it's a balance but that that whole project has been jinxed from the world ago anyways the following day was a another syndicated thursday on a friday um i have no idea oh yeah i did i was on the train and i posted that i thought it was wednesday and it turned out to be thursday so thursday became friday all right (laughs) just go with the flow it's um the uh on camp 11 panel discussion and they was also talking about the mq telemetry transport which was um one of these episodes where i find it really interesting but i have the feeling that uh so much is going over my head but i really enjoyed it and episode ten thirty six, the following monday 
was Joel. And Joel, I am getting really, really annoyed with you and Mr. Gadgets for that matter. And the reason I am is because we've got two people on ham radios and I want to hear you guys record a show over a ham radio. Please get it, get it together and make it happen. But uh, the reason I'm annoyed with Joel is this is a seriously excellent episode. Um, and it's dangling in front of me yet another hobby um, where I think, yes, I really should have a ham radio when the, when the dikes crash here and the... And the floods come and I'm up in my attic uh, desperately cranking up a ham radio or something. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Uh, thank you, Joel. Yes, you've food for thought. And the following day, if I don't get to um, if I don't get to buy my ham radio, I might be up there soldering it together following the excellent episode by uh, Mr. X on soldering. And who could have thought something so so painful could make such an interesting show um thanks very much for the very detailed show notes as well and i really do appreciate it when people send in uh, uh, good show notes with the links and everything it's it's just really a lot less work for me to do and i really have the feeling that you're highlighting the the things in your show that you want um, brought uh, brought to the fore then the uh, episode 1038 was an interview um, with the guys behind the Salix OS project, which is a Slackware derivative. Um, didn't actually know that much about it until I heard this uh, show by Pokey. And it was a really, yeah, really good interview. And um, kind of almost made me want to try Slackware again. Um, I'll put it on the list of things that I really want to do. Um, then we had uh, again syndicated Thursday. We had the uh, Matt Lee uh, by from the GNU FM and the Libre FM projects, and that was recorded at the Northeast GNU Linux Fest. And there's quite a few of them and in the sh- in the queue as well. So we need to horse through them um, because of all these. Um, uh, shows in the queue we've uh, respectfully asked that the um, Sunday morning Linux review um, ones be taken out of the queue temporarily and we've also um, the um, uh, the nightcast has also temporarily been removed from the syndicated Thursday queue uh, you know it's essentially so we can get through this backlog and we do appreciate those guys putting them in but both of those shows are are uh, more than capable of standing on their own now they're um, uh, both very popular shows in their own right um we also had a little bit of a bump here for the next show which was a kind of time sensitive news uh, discussion on the fact that after all these years steam finally comes to linux um doesn't matter to me at all because i no interest in gaming whatsoever after losing many many hours of my life to uh, to the lemmings and yes i know there is a linux variant of that where they have um, penguins falling off cliffs but uh, yes uh, um, my lord dragonblood and downer did an excellent show there brought up even some concerns over licensing and um, and all the rest of that good stuff then we had uh, another bump show for the reasons given earlier that uh, if somebody's going to go to a show rep- a physical event 
um, we uh, especially if they're going to have a booth there and be talking we are going to prioritize that um, over other shows that have been submitted to the queue and this was one of them where the uh, guys got together after uh, hope and there's even talk of them having a booth at hope the next one which would be absolutely fantastic um again the next day linux in the shell the tail command and tail minus n plus 30 thank you dan thank you thank you thank you thank you for that that is such such a useful command and i'll tell you why because you can use grep to find uh, a particular instance in the file um so i know what line number it is so you can have grep search for something in a file and it's you know is a line 5872 and then you can tail after that um the number of lines um with the dash n plus 572 whatever it is um and then tail that again um, or head that with uh, taking 50 lines so you want 50 lines after the first time you find that in a really really long file absolutely fantastic the very very moment i found out about that i put it into scripts so really i <laughs> appreciate dan thank you for all the work you're doing on that show secondhand computing yes um uh, famicon man who that meant nothing to me but pokey uh Pokey knew the handle, or at least knew the company. It was Nintendo in Japan, apparently. And um, about archiving old computers, flea markets, and rummage sales and auctions and all the rest of that good stuff. Um, Very, very interesting. And it's great to see people are archiving things. Made me feel a bit uh, guilty about that very day I had just uh, dropped off a uh, a whole uh, Bockfeet's load of... um, my old tech because uh, down to the recycling center uh, where they hopefully recycle it in an in a environmentally fa- friendly fashion at least they should do we're paying for it but uh, um, I had finally given up on all these old computers down in my uh, and old tape drives and dat tapes and all the rest so uh, I felt kind of guilty about that but I guess I'll have to get over it we had uh, then the following day JWP with um, OddCamp 11. And by the way, second-hand computing, um, I just had uh, Nightwise um, IME saying uh, thank you. You know, they found that very interesting. And Nightwise, um, sorry for not getting back to you, but my uh, 3G dongle was just going into the Schiphol tunnel uh, as that came up. So I uh, got cut off, wasn't being rude or anything there. Anyway, uh, yes, second-hand computing. And then OddCamp 11, we had Oracle Linux, our man, on-the-spot, roving reporter, uh, all-around nice guy, Mr. JWP. And um, he, uh, we had a little interview, and the um, and what he was talking about was my uh, Zoom H2 uh, microphone. He expressed an interest in it, and I must, yes, I must do a review of that sometime on my list and his excellent talk on Oracle Linux. And, I, you know, it's, it's something you don't hear a lot about, but it's uh, very interesting to... Uh, it's, it's good that somebody is keeping an eye on that on that side of the on the fence. And Mike Hingley, thank you very much again, just like Joel, giving me something else. Uh, one of my recurring hobbies is I'm the de facto gene- genealogicalist. I don't know if that's a word. 
for the family as well and uh, I've gathered a lot of um, this stuff and have been have our own tree in Gramps and that sort of thing so uh, yeah it's a it's actually a great way to get started and Gramps is a pretty cool tool actually uh, for keeping track of um, your family tree um, so that was it that was the shows for the month an awful lot of shows an awful lot of excellent content here on Hacker Public Radio now I want to uh, call out a few people special thanks for uh, um, Ivan Khabovici sorry I, as everybody knows I cannot pronounce people's names so Ivan I really apologize for that but um Thanks for the heads up on the wrong CC license. Uh, we had linked to the wrong CC license on the website. Uh, I want to thank David, uh, Dave uh, Morris for all the fantastic work he's doing on the back end system here in Hack and Public Radio. Uh, if you want to go to the Gatorius site, you can see a lot of the stuff that he's doing there. Uh, we're working currently now on the scheduling system um, and we're going to see how that goes. I also want to thank Frank Bell and wait as I butcher somebody else's name, Itayar uh, Holmes, um, both of whom are doing fantastic work on the front end. They've got a lot to um, think about there uh, as we um, have now decided to drop RSS, we being the royal we, as in me, um, drop RSS as the feeding mechanism between the back end and the front end. Here's the idea. Um, we're going to... Uh, somebody uploads a file so be it a, a wav file or an mp3 file or aug file or whatever uh, with the associated uh, metadata in a format and that format is going to be a the atom uh, xml format for showing hosts and the reason for that is it can do multiple hosts so in, at the moment we can't do multiple hosts like uh, NY Bill and Windego did a show together or if it's a panel discussion, we can only list either one show, one host, or we can. I have to create a new host where all their names and that only appears once, so it's a bit of a pain. So that's one of the things we want to do, and it also supports multiple um, entries in the in the same feed, so we can have the MP3, the AUG, and the speaks, and and also most importantly, it has the date in the correct format: year, month. Um, day T hours minutes seconds and the time zone at the end Zulu being the correct one um, that saves uh, th- so that's what I'm going to, we're going to be um, transferring data between uh, the back end and the front end using um, using an atom feed and the Atom feed will be also used when people are uploading shows. Um, it'll be taken in as a blob, an Atom feed XML, and your file. And then that will be taken by the backend system, transcoded, put into the scheduling system that uh, Dave Morris is working on. And then when it's ready to rock, it'll be added to an Atom feed, which is then published to the world. One of the worlds being the Hacker Public Radio main website. And it'll be that'll be the, the central site that you can get it from. But if you want to do embed they feed somewhere else you could also do that okay so that's a little bit about that a lot of work has been going on there um, not as much as uh, i guess uh, i'd like i need to do a lot more documentation to explain what the vision is but uh, i'm actually meeting up with dave uh, at og camp and hopefully we'll have uh, time over a few beers to discuss what's going on there 
Then I'd like to have a special word of thanks to David Whitman, who's been keeping up my morale over the last month, um, uh, but also for uh, tracking the keywords um, uh, in the previous episodes. He's gone back and listening to all the shows, so I've asked him to make a note of, you know, this show was about this, this and that. And we can also add that to the to the feeds, so that if you're interested in all the shows that were about, uh, I don't know, um, M Encoder, for instance, that you you would go back and get those or all the shows about Linux or all the panel discussions or whatever. So, and also I want to thank him for his kind donation towards the um, HPR banner. There was a HPR banner uh, sponsored by him last month for the US, um, which I think the guys brought to one of the shows, and um, he's contributed to getting one of those here for. Um, for me who will be going to Ogcamp have I mentioned that I'm going to Ogcamp yes Ogcamp is coming up anyway and I want to also thank uh, Richard Quirin for putting the fantastic artwork together for that um, I've done off uh, transfers for the back of some uh, t-shirts so if there's any of the hosts going to Ogcamp you'll be getting a free t-shirt from me hopefully as stocks last and stocks are not that many to start off with and then um, I want to thank Zoke for his idea, and I want to thank uh, Jonathan Nedu for the control panel script. Now, the apologies section, my bad. It's been particularly bad these past months, but anyway. Uh, first of all, Deep Geek, uh, uh, apologies for not announcing that your uh, sabbatical was on. The full schedule uh, of three months. Um, will start in june he's got a new site uh, over there if people want to go over to uh to, uh, to his website uh, tgtm.us i think you can have a look at that and also i'd like to apologize for not announcing that he would be going to hope um although i think it was on the mailing list so hopefully um these guys met up met up with deep geek I uh, want to talk to uh, Windigo for missing the fact that he was a new host. This is exactly my point. He was uh, down. He had done previous episodes but the, with other people, so this is the first time he was doing one by himself. Um, apologies to Mike Hingley and Door to Door Geek for not sending you the FTP details. And if anybody doesn't have the FTP details, please contact admin at hackerpublicradio.org and I'll send them on to you. Again, uh, David uh, Morris, Frank Bell and Ithraya Holmes for not providing enough information about the website or what I want them to do. Uh, and my bill for not putting up your show sooner. Apologies about that. And there's a big, um, there's quite a lot of people who have uh, put stuff into the queue. I haven't got to it yet. Um, uh, I usually do it on uh thursdays fridays and sorry wednesday thursday from fridays when my wife works i'm actually recording the show on a monday on one of our uh, nights when she's not working so uh but i was kind of it's been a busy week so anyway uh so those re- don't uh don't panic if your show uh doesn't appear in the um uh, in the processing queue it, sh- it should go into the to the processing queue fairly quick and then once i have it downloaded transcoded got the show notes together then i put it into the um into the schedule but i will also put it into the schedule you know um even if i have problems transcoding it or whatever it'll go in at the same 
um, in the same order that we received it. So you know, don't panic about that. But feel free to email me if you if if for some reason it doesn't come up within a, in a few days. Um, the guys at Hope sent in a photo, and that's attached to the show notes for this episode. And the talks about Hope are up. And there's a link also in the show notes. And this will come as a shock to many of you, but I will be going to Og Camp this year. And if you'd like to come along, we have a booth. Uh, it took a little while to get organized, but uh, thank, thanks to Dan uh, Lynch for getting that sorted out for me. Uh, we have a very limited number of T-shirts. Um, t Stickers were too expensive this time to do. So if there are stickers they will be just printed off on uh, A4 sheets and you can pull off a few and, and go on with you. You could also just download the sticker, the the art, and start printing your own stickers. It would be grand. What I'm hoping to do, if I get the time, probably won't, is make a little booklet with QR codes for the other podcasts that's around the linuxlink.net just to have something on the on the booth to give away to people as they walk along. Um, we've been asked to announce by Kevin O'Brien that uh, they're open for registration for the 2012 Ohio Linux Fest. And if you want to, you can go to ohiolinuxfest.org forward slash register. And finally, uh, you'll all be thrilled to bits to hear the Accessible Computing Foundation fundraiser spurred on by the massive success of the Hacker Public Radio all-day all marathon uh, put on there by our good friend and glorious leader Pokey. Um, we, they will be doing a fundraiser for the Accessible Computing Foundation and it's going to be held on August the 25th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on August the 26th. The event is going to be streamed live at the new radio for the entire event. And the um, again, the guys over at the Linux Basics Mumble server, where we are kindly, where we have a room as well, kindly sponsored by the Linux Basic guys, they will be doing the Mumble server. So go to the Linux uh, Basic website. There's 30 people there in the room at once. Um, and so... What kind of worked well for the Hacker Public Radio was if uh, the people who wanted to get involved in the conversation went into the room and then the people who just wanted to listen um, dropped out to the stream. That also worked for me as well when I wasn't um, actually involved in it. So far they have John O'Bacon from Ubuntu, Zach from the Debian Project, and uh, the... The plan is to have 1,000 people become a member of the uh, Accessible Computing Foundation, the ACF, for $2 a month. $2 a month. Not not even the price of a cup of coffee. In fairness, not even, you know, if you were to go down and look behind your couch for some cash, I guess you would manage $2 a month. I happen to be a contributor and a proud uh, member of the ACF, so please feel free to do that. Um, things would be bad if you couldn't afford $2 a month. And if you can't, well, very sorry about it. Uh, send me your name and I'll fire you off some stickers. Not a worry. Um, so there you go. That's uh, That's all about that. It's only 50 cents a week, they're saying. And um, so 
it's important also that for as many people as possible to join this foundation because that um, also uh, strengthens their their um, case to become a charity and hopefully it will then spread the word um, about accessible computing and we need it and the reason we need it because it's right it's right to have it for a start secondly it will put us at the forefront yet again of uh, something in the Linux community and the free and open source community. So that's why you need to become a member if you can't code. And if you can code, become a member and coding, start coding. Okay, that is pretty much it. And if anybody becomes a member of the Accessible Computing Foundation and we have any swag, send us, a, um, send us over your email address and a receipt. And we will see if we can get you some HPR stickers or uh, buttons or whatever happens to come your way. You will be added to the list of people who have uh, contributed to that organization. Okay, well, that's it for now. Uh, Let me just have a quick look here in the queue. uh, What's coming up? We have... um, uh, let me see, second part of Soldering Mr. Gadgets makes a welcome return here. Uh, Zoke is, has discussions about setting up a Linux charity. Uh, Anuka, Freedom and Licensing, Pegwall with a dev random. Uh, another Cutting the Cord episode. Oh, oh, there's so much, so much happening here. And Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.